The A's got swept again, and uh, it, it wasn't fun. It, the weekend started off awful, and then they got slightly better on Saturday and Sunday. So we're going to talk about the sweep over the first two segments and uh, some positives coming out of that sweep. And then in the final segment, we're going to talk about the A's fan reverse boycott because uh, I think that it's a great idea. But I do have one thing that I'm a little bit worried about. We're going to talk about that today on Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 556 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, we're talking about the A's issuing 17 walks on Friday. What a number. What a time to be alive and be an A's fan and all of those things. And then we're going to talk about Saturday and Sunday's losses because, hey, why not? Um, <laughs> no, there, there's some positive takeaways from those two losses, even though they lost positive takeaways can still be had. And then in the final segment, the reverse boycott that is sweeping the internet and uh, getting a lot of support from other fan bases. So we're going to talk about that a little bit on today's show. But before we get into anything, thank you so much for making Lockdown A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. Uh, that's right. If you are watching this currently, make sure to subscribe down below. Like and comment. That is how it helps the channel grow. Well, sub subs, obviously, but liking and commenting, if you are already subscribed, help the channel grow and find other fans like yourself. So uh, do that, please. Also, uh, you can follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at inside the A's, or if you want to just type it into the URL, it is si.com slash MLB slash athletics. Uh, also, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming a Major League Baseball manager and manager, or, uh, GM, sorry, not manager, GM, and managing your baseball franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKED ON, all caps, in the game. It's a great game. Download it for real and uh, say goodbye to your family and uh, your free time. Play it during baseball games. Why not? It's a good, good time. But you know what wasn't a good time? was uh, the, the, the A's game mostly on Friday. The Saturday and Sunday had some enjoyable moments. Friday did not. Uh, they, I, I take that back. They did get to Kodai Senga, and that was kind of cool. The rest of it sucked. So <laughs> let's talk about this awful, awful game. And uh, we're going to try and... Obviously, it's been a couple of days, which is nice. We're, we're not hurting as much from that embarrassment of a loss. But we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to heal we're going to heal today, right now. Uh, first off, 17 walks. Paez pitching on Friday. That that was awful. And I think that uh, they also hit two guys, which is a Major League Baseball record, is 19 either walks or hits by pitch in a game. That's a lot. So that's the only bad stat that I'm going to throw at you guys. Uh, but let's run it down real quick. Uh, seven of those walks were by James Caprillion, one of the most uh, veteran pitchers on the staff. Uh, then there was five by the least veteran pitcher on the staff, Hogan Harris. He was making his big league debut. Uh, th that poor guy. We're going to talk about him here uh, in just a minute. 
Four of those were by Yuri's Familia, another veteran pitcher. Uh, and then one by backup catcher Carlos Perez. So things did not go well in this game. It was not, I think they lost 17 to 6. Is that the final score? It doesn't matter. It, there was a lot of headlines and a lot of ha ha ha, the A's are awful uh, takes. And sure, the A's are currently, a after the weekend, 3 and 13. So they're not, a, they're not playing well. I still think that there's a lot of fight in this team, though. And I know that I'm optimistic. I know that I might be crazy. But I don't think they're this bad. I don't think that they're like a, I don't know, 30-win team. That seems ridiculous. Uh, I still think they might be able to take the series against the Cubs. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm not going to talk about that series at all today because I just want to be surprised. That's all. Um, but let's talk about Hogan Harris a little bit here because Hogan Harris... <laughs> was brought up for a ridiculous, uh, not a ridiculous reason. They, they just needed pitching. Uh, they had just used Adam Aller as their spot starter. He didn't go very deep. So then they had to use their other long reliever, Adrian Martinez, uh, to get them innings. That was on Thursday. And so they needed somebody fresh because their two long guys in the bullpen were no longer available. Uh, so they had to bring up somebody and that somebody happened to be Hogan Harris. And I think that it was more... Uh, what he was than who he is is why he was brought up. Uh, let's make sense of that phrase for a sec. Uh, Hogan Harris was fresh. He was due to pitch, I, I believe, that day. Um, it, it, as it, it starts in Las Vegas. Uh, he had had like four or five days of rest. He, he was he was fresh. He was a fresh arm. They just needed a fresh arm. And he was also on the 40-man roster. So they didn't have to make another roster move and DFA anybody to keep him, uh, you know, to, 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 to bring him up. So they just had to send down Adam Aller, who had just pitched. And that, that makes sense. So that is how that worked out. And then he got one out and walked five. It wasn't great. Um, poor guy. I, I, I feel really bad because it, it really felt like they just wanted to have him go out there and eat innings. And he, he couldn't. And I feel bad for him because that was his big league debut. That is one of those things that you dream about. And for him to be making that debut under those circumstances, when he's arguably not ready yet, he's still a work in progress, I think. Um, in Vegas this year, I mean, the, the stats kind of say it for you. In Vegas this year, he has gone four and a third innings pitch, given up three hits, three runs, hit a batter, walked nine guys. So the walks had already been an issue and uh, struck out five. So he wasn't there yet. He was not ready for his big league debut. He was not ready to pitch in the big leagues, but the A's needed a pitcher, and then they threw him out there, and that is that is going to be his big league debut for the rest of his life, and that kind of sucks. Hopefully, he can, you know, learn from it and, you know, uh, grow and come back and just be dominant later on, but you only get one big league debut, and that it kind of sucks that that was ruined for him because the A's needed pitching, and uh, he was the, the right piece at the wrong time kind of thing. So uh, I, I feel bad for Hogan Harris. <laughs> quite, quite, quite bad, actually. That, that sucks because you, you dream about that for so long. But uh, I also thought that it was kind of funny that uh, today, on Monday, the A's got three pitchers in the minor leagues named Pitcher of the Week after the performance on Friday. One of those pitchers actually pitched on Friday, and that was Mason Miller, the A's number three prospect on MLB Pipeline, the A's number two prospect, I believe, on Fangraphs, but he's the number 98 overall prospect on Fangraphs, and that's really only because uh, he hasn't thrown that many innings, and he's kind of injury-prone, so they don't know, like, where to rank him, but based on pure stuff, he's probably at least a top 20 talent, based on stuff alone. 
Uh, if you can be like, yeah, that guy's gonna go give you like 150 uh, a, a year, Mason Miller is up there, you guys. He's He's got stuff. People are talking, they're, they're doing the chatterings. They're like, he's not gonna be down there for long because he's great and the A's need pitchers. So Mason Miller, on Friday, he went five innings, gave up zero hits, walked nobody. So that was, that was cool. He also struck out 11, a career-high 11. Uh, one runner did reach, that's because a strike three got away from the catcher, and uh, that is why it wasn't a perfect game, is because a runner reached on a strikeout. So, Mason Miller, Pitcher of the Week in the PCL, the Pacific Coast League. So, that AAA, Mason Miller, good job. Uh, down in AA, Joey Estes, the number uh, 22 prospect on MLB Pipeline for the A's, he was the Texas League Pitcher of the Week. Uh, I wrote about this one over at Inside the A's as well. Not, not the award, but his outing. Uh, he went five innings, gave up two hits, hit a batter. Hit a batter. Uh, he also gave up uh, zero runs, walked nobody, struck out six. I like this walked nobody thing that's going on. He pitched on Thursday, though, so he wasn't fresh. He wasn't going to be ready, and he's also not on the 40-man roster. doesn't matter. And then down in the Cal League, the California League Pitcher of the Week. Can you guess it? Jake Garland. He is not an A's top prospect. He was drafted last season, or last year, in the... 2022 draft in the 17th round. He went five innings, gave up zero hits, zero runs, walked nobody, and also struck out seven. What a performance by these three pitchers, none of which helped the A's on Friday night. But hey, brighter days ahead, maybe. And actually, I got some I got some other takeaways. Brighter days ahead, potentially, based off of Saturday and Sunday. We're going to go over those here in just a second. Today's episode is brought to you by Pro Baseball GM, and it is one of the coolest games that I have played in a very long time. I always thought that I'd be a pretty good GM, and that is kind of what I do on this show sometimes. Uh, turns out, it's not that easy. Uh, if you've had the same thought and you fantasized about managing your own franchise, go and download Pro Baseball GM immediately, because the game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of a franchise, playing through seasons and leading your franchise and fans to glory as you build a historic Dynasty. Uh, in the simulation, you are responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, managing through difficult personalities and injuries, navigating your franchise through free agency and all of the ups and downs of a season. And boy, are there a lot of them. You're going to want this uh, this promo code that I'm about to get you to. So uh, <laughs> trust me, I played 25 seasons of this thing. You need the promo code. But uh, all this in a challenging and realistic game world, uh, Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go and uh, as you want, when you want to. It's a pretty cool pretty cool concept. I like that. Uh, Locked On A's listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So check it out now. Uh, to download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com. Scan the code uh, over here if you're on YouTube, or uh, you can just look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. Thank you guys so much for making the Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Every day is tomorrow on the show, we are going to be talking about why the A's being bad might actually be good long term. So that's going to be a fun, fun discussion. You can also make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's. That's at Inside the A's on Twitter. Or if you want to type it into the URL, si.com slash MLB slash athletics. 
Um, also, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you like to hear podcasts. Do all those things. But let's talk about Saturday and Sunday. The A's still lost these games. <laughs> so if you only want the A's to win games, might not be uh, the year for you because things have not been good so far. But uh, they, they didn't win, but it felt like they were pointed in the right direction when the series ended. And I feel like that is important to keep an eye on this coming week. The A's have been facing some really tough competition. Let's be honest. They, they faced Cleveland, a very good team. They faced uh, the Angels, a fully healthy LA Angels, dangerous team. Uh, they're just usually not healthy. I think, was it last year? Uh, they didn't face Trout at all last year or the year before. One of those years didn't face Trout because uh, all of their games against the Angels were later in the season and he had already been uh, on the IL, so didn't matter. So there, th there's those two teams. There's the Mets from this past weekend, the Tampa Bay Rays who just finally lost a game. They've had, they've had a rough schedule. Let's be honest, a very rough schedule the first couple of weeks here. They, uh, they beat the Orioles once and they played them very, very close. Probably could have won another game in that series and split with the Orioles. Instead, they, they went one and three. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, but the Cubs and the Rangers could be an interesting week for the A's. Maybe they get a couple of wins this week. Maybe they get three. Maybe they get four. I don't know. I don't want to be too optimistic here, but I think that they're going to win a baseball game this week. Let's, let's leave it at that. Uh, but the reason that I think that they're pointed in the right direction is because of the starting pitching. Uh... On, on Saturday, Shintaro Fujinami had a, honestly, quite good outing. A, quite a good outing for him. He went six innings, gave up four hits, three earned runs. Uh, two of those were on a solo uh, solo home runs. And the third one was actually allowed by uh, Trevor May in relief uh, off of uh, Brandon Nemo's bat. He doubled down the, the right field line there. And uh, it... it he, he walked a guy after allowing... Uh, Shintaro Fujinami walked a guy after uh, allowing the home... No, it wasn't after allowing the home run. That was Sunday. Doesn't matter. Um, he, he walked a guy and then was pulled from the game because uh, his stuff was doing okay. He was getting up to his pitch limit. He, he'd gone six. That was great. Uh, and so then they took him out and uh, gave it to Trevor May, and Trevor May allowed that run. That is why he gave up three runs in that one. He also uh, walked two... That, that's not bad. I can live with two walks from Shintaro Fujinami, and he struck out five. Um, Post-game, it sounded like him and Carlos Perez had a, had a nice thing going. Uh, Carlos, or actually, uh, Fu Fuji, I believe, said that uh, him and... No, no, Carlos Perez said it. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, Carlos Perez said that him and Fuji would talk uh, through interpreter uh, Issei Kamada um, in between innings and like, hey, get on the same page and do all that stuff. And uh, they hadn't really thrown together a lot, but it seemed like they had a good rapport with one another. And uh, quote of the day had to be from Carlos Perez, who's a good quote guy, honestly. Um, he said, uh, basically he was asked, hey, so what was it like to catch Fuji? And he said, it was fun. His stuff was, uh, he has nasty stuff. He didn't say stuff. Um... Check out the article on Inside the A's if you want to read the word that is not stuff. Um, and I thought that that was great. So he, they, they seem to do okay together. And also, I, I'm not saying, I, I actually asked uh, Marcate about this, and he said, no, nah, they just lined up like this. But um, Ken Waldachuk had also gone six and a third, I believe, in Baltimore with Carlos Perez as his catcher. And I was like, is there something that he's doing differently uh, with the pitchers? 
And he's like, no, it just it was just a coincidence that it happened to be like that today. They, they that was not a thought process to be putting a guy that is struggling that you need you know to to harness a little bit uh, and putting him with Carlos Perez. That wasn't necessarily the calculation there. So uh, that that one was I thought it was interesting, but apparently not. Oh well. Anyways, uh, JP Sears on Sunday also had a good start. He's uh, he went four and two thirds in his first start, five innings pitched in his next start, and then six on Sunday. He's steadily improving. He's doing he's doing pretty good. We've seen some good starts from JP Sears over his career or over his time with the A's, but a lot of those were against the Seattle Mariners, and then not so good against other teams. He's doing fairly well against all teams right now. I, I'm intrigued to see what J.P. Sears does. I kind of want to keep him in the rotation. Honestly, I thought that he'd be a long guy, but I kind of like him here right now. He's doing okay. Um, he went six innings, gave up four hits, two earned runs. Both those were just on solo home runs. Solo home runs. Literally murdering the Oakland A's over the weekend. Uh, he didn't walk anybody, struck out three. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Fuji was using his fastball a lot, fastball splitter combination, and then uh, JP Sears went fastball, and they both want to just establish that fastball, and then he also worked with the sweeper a little bit as well. So that was basically the key is, especially after Friday, establish the fastball. Everything else will play off the fastball. Uh, make sure that you throw strikes. That has been the goal for the Oakland A's pitching staff, uh, especially since Friday, but, you know, all season, but after Friday, I felt like that was hammered home just a little bit more. Um, and they, they got the big hit on Sunday, but then the, the bullpen didn't close it out. Uh, the A's had opportunities on Saturday, didn't get that big hit. So they're just trying to piece everything together at this time. And it's been a couple of weeks. It's still early in the season, but um, they're, they're, they're not winning games. And so that stinks. And uh, Mark Kotze said after the game that uh, the bullpen guys... Uh, here, I got the quote. It's just written small. Our bullpen guys, you you look at their workload. Jackson's thrown five out of eight or nine games. Uh, we're leaning on these guys right now. Same as Danny, back-to-back days again. It's not an excuse, but the reality of it is that they've they've been used a lot. Uh, end quote. And he said that you know that we've been using them in down games, which is you know when they're losing, um, because they they have to. They need to cover these innings, and they only have so many pitchers that can do it. And uh, I think that. The reason that I'm excited about, not excited, but more optimistic following this weekend series is because they were getting length out of the, the starting pitching. And if that can continue, we got Cal Muller going tonight against the Cubs. Hey, maybe. If you can start stringing together some, you know, five and two-thirds, six, seven-inning outings, then the bullpen can get some rest. And uh, maybe they'll they'll perform a little bit better. They'll be a little bit more consistent, a little bit less erratic. Uh, Zach Jackson walked three guys in the tenth inning, I believe, after he came in with two outs and a runner on third base, the the zombie runner on third base, um, and so he he allowed a run, and that was the difference in the game. But he's been really good this season, and also I, I looked it up. He he's he pitched five games last week, five out of seven games last week. He was used a lot. Because the A's needed innings. Uh, and then also, uh, Danny Jimenez pitched four out of seven games last week. Mark Kotze is leaning on these guys. And so it's hard to expect, you know, them to perform up here when they're just being used all the time. So I, I get what he's saying here, and it stinks. Uh, I would definitely expect... Um, Sam Mole pitches every day. So Sam Mole uh, is available, I would assume, <laughs> on Monday. But uh, Chad Smith, Yuri Familia, I would assume that both those guys would be... Uh, 
the, the main pieces out of the bullpen tonight. Uh, and then, hey, we'll see. Maybe Trevor May. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's going to be closing tonight's game, but probably Trevor May or Chad Smith. Maybe Chad Smith can go uh, the 8th and the ninth. I don't know. Uh, I talked to him. I, I got to write that article because I finally talked to Chad Smith, and he was delightful. So looking forward to that. But coming up, we're going to be talking about something that's not delightful, and that is A's ownership, kind of. We're going to be more, more so talking about the reverse boycott that A's fans are planning for later this year. So stay locked in, you guys. Today's episode is brought to you by So Rare. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare's managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with other uh, with player cards uh, against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. Uh, it, it also... Some guys that they're working with. You got Juan Soto. You got Julio Rodriguez. Name two more exciting players that you want associated with things that you do. I like them in my baseball. Why not in my baseball fantasy experience? So head to sorare.com slash locked on. That is S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's sorare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's, si.com slash MLB slash athletics. But let's talk about this reverse boycott. I was tagged in this by a fellow named Stu Clary. And uh, I think that is great uh, that Locked On A's was tagged in this. Not me personally, but Locked On A's was tagged in it. And I was like, I am intrigued. So I reached out to him via DM and was like, hey, can I learn some more about this? I would like to use whatever platform I have to try and push this for you guys. That would be great. Uh, because I, I would like to see the A's, the A's fans basically pack the Coliseum. That, that's what the whole thing is. It's pack the Coliseum uh, on a day where it's not expected to happen. And uh, so that that is that is the impetus right here is they they picked June thirteenth Tuesday June thirteenth against the Tampa Bay Rays and uh, that is the game that A's fans want to sell out to show ownership that they are here and that they will support this team but they got some demands so uh, I asked Stu uh, a couple of questions via DM and uh, I got some quotes for you guys and then uh, you know. Will send us on our way here for the day. But I talked to Stu Clary, and uh, he said that the goal is to show MLB, local media, and the nation that we can and will support this team. End quote. Uh, he also said, fans are not the problem. And that is a great quote. I, I, I love that one. The fans, I, I do believe, are not the problem. Uh, I, I think that I, I wrote about this. Uh, I, I wrote a, the, the full interview. Interview. <laughs> over it inside the A's and uh, it, it's gotten some traction so that's good It's the, the, the word is getting out um, but I, I think that the fans are not the problem and I explained that a little bit more in that piece that I wrote over it inside the A's I'll, I'll link it down in the show notes for the audio guys for the audio people audio people um, but uh, 
there's a lot of reasons why the A's are not, why the fans are not the problem. And uh, a lot of that is, uh, you know, raising season ticket prices while also trading everybody away in the same. That's a weird thing to try and sell. Uh, also, A's ownership has not been anywhere to be seen to try and be like, oh, this is what we're doing. This is what we're working towards. It's no, no, silence. It's, it's wild. It's wild. Um, and so he also said, Stu Clary also said, uh, quote, we're here and we're ready to support, but only if they, the A's, the A's, not they're the A's, uh, are run like an actual major league team, end quote. Uh, got the mans. I love it. Um, I think that it's, this is a very interesting concept. I would love to, I'm going to be at the game, obviously. Uh, I want to see how this goes. Uh, people are, you know, I... I'm still tagged in that tweet, so I see all of the replies. And uh, people are like, hey, I'm, I'm not from the area, but I love what you guys are doing. Best of luck. Or, um, I, you know, I, I'm a Giants fan, but I love this. I'll be at the game. Or, you know, there, there's people from all around baseball that love Oakland and the Oakland A's. And uh, they, they want to see the A's stay. And so they're offering their words of support. And I think that that's great. Uh, it's been It's been a good time. Um, just to see the love that people have for the team, even though... People love to dunk on this team, uh, which is something that I try not to do, which is why I like to be optimistic, because if you want a pessimistic take, that's everywhere else. That's not here. That's not at Locked On A's. That's not at Inside A's. That's not me. I, I don't dunk on people very often. It's not fun. It's easy. Meh. Let's try and find some good news to talk about. And that's why I like the reverse boycott. I think it's a, it's a good thing. We're going to see how it goes. There is one thing that I'm a little bit worried about, though, here. And that is that uh, the, the date, June 13th, is like in a couple of months. Things could happen. Like, bad things could happen in the next couple of months. Uh, mostly because the Las Vegas legislature, legislator, legislature, there we go, chur. There's no CH, but it's a chur. Legislature, there we go. That's a word that I don't say very often. So you got to see me learn how to say that live. <laughs> The Las Vegas legislature um, closes on June 5th. So that means that if the A's are going to get something done with the city of Las Vegas or, you know, Clark County and all that stuff, it has to be done by June 5th. So the A's could be, in theory, in th if you believe the reports. And by reports, I mean what Rob Manfred says. Um, if you believe that... The A's could have a deal signed with Las Vegas by the time this thing rolls around, which sucks. Uh, so that is my one concern. Uh, the, the other part here is uh, there, there's, you know, only two months to get it in front of the legislature before they close. And as of right now, they don't have a place picked out. So maybe they're okay. Maybe it's going to be fine. But the A's are going to be taken off of, uh, you know, the... Uh, why can't I think of the name right now? The thing where they get the money from the other owners, that one. Uh, that. They're going to be taken off of that uh, as of next year, like January 15th of next year, I believe. January 12th, one of those two. Early January next year, they're not going to be getting revenue sharing, that's the word, um, if they don't have a, a ballpark deal in place. So June 5th is kind of a big deadline for Las Vegas. They could either have a lot of stuff done and J June 5th is kind of like the end points, or uh, they'll be where they are now. And maybe this reverse boycott 
could be a big sign for the A's staying in Oakland. It could go one. It could mean nothing. It could mean everything. It's going to be a big, big day, I think. And so if you guys want to go, go out to the game, uh, just make sure to go buy some tickets. Tuesday, June 13th against the Tampa Bay Rays, formerly the Devil Rays. I don't know why I said that, but whatever. Uh, that's going to be a big game. It's going to be a big game for maybe the future of the franchise. We'll see. I, I don't know that A's ownership is necessarily going to care, but hey, we all get to bound together and uh, share some stories and be all in the same place. And that's that's always a fun time. So come for that at the very least. Whether or not it means anything, come have some fun. There's going to be tailgating. There's going to be a bunch of stuff. I'll probably be working that game, but uh, I'm going to see if I can go outside and like interview people and tell the story because I think that's where the content is that day. I don't think it's going to matter what happens in that game. I think that this is the story right here. So uh, if you guys want to reach out, reach out. I'm at by Jason Beats right there on the screen. Uh, you guys got some quotes? I'll, I'll publish on outside.com. It is fine. I have nobody above me. It's me. Send me quotes. I will publish. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for making Locked on A's your first lesson of the day. On tomorrow's show for the everydayers, we're going to be talking about why the A's being so bad might end up being kind of good. We're going to talk about that tomorrow on the show. So, uh, you know, until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I will talk with you tomorrow. Bye.